0: 11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35-35 tie. The kick is good. And Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go.
1: The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection.
0: Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Abroad podcast. Tonight you got myself Neil and I am joined by my good buddy Owen. Owen, how are you brother? How's things?
1: Good evening, I'm great, how are you?
0: Uh, I'm good, long time no see. Is this your I'm first right. of the season, of am a thinking, right?
1: Yes, did I do one after week one? I did one just before the season started. Ah, I can't remember if I did one after, but I don't know, I think this might be my first one since the end of pre-season. Yeah. I'm back.
0: So... But- before we talk jets, uh, overall, what's your thoughts on the season so far?
1: Um, I mean, we're three and one. What like it's you know we have we have a decent record. Um, I think the dry, I, I think uh, Detroit played really well in the, in their first week, so I'm not too phased by losing that game. I th- I, I always. Um, I always kind of put the Lions up there like I, I was kind of like before the season started I was thinking they'd be a lot stronger team than a lot of people were saying. Um I thought they'd give us a run for our money. I did think we'd win the game in the end but um I'm not surprised that we lost that game. Um but overall I th- I think there there are some glaring issues with the team that kind of need to be resolved and kind of need to be hashed out. Uh, cough receivers cough cough. Um <laughs> being the main one. But outside of that, I think we played really well. I think the defence has, has, has done a good job so far. Um good to have Chris Jones back in the building. Uh, yeah. So I mean we're three and one, so can't complain, but at the same time that th- there are some issues that that I think will hold us back if they don't get resolved soon.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with all of that. I, I think at least if you're having issues have them in September so you've got time to yeah. to look at them and resolve them. Like I I am trying this year not to get too kind of carried away with individual results like um for a three and one it's you know it's it's a good place to be at the quarter park or quarter point of the season mm-hmm. um but e- each individual game like people just get so worked up about them, and it's just like, cheer, it's a seventeen game yeah. season you yeah, this one doesn't matter that much in the bigger picture like when we lost to the Lions when
1: you're a like... team when yeah. you're a team that's gonna be there you know or, or you'd think that you'd be there at the end of the season like you know getting onto the championship games and, and so on and so yeah. forth it, it is these games that like you want to be beating the big rivals your Bills your Dolphins and stuff like that but game to game like it, it's going to be a long season for Chiefs so I'm, I'm not too fussed you know like, I think we'll sort it out because there's always a blip in the Chiefs seasons over, over the past four years. There's always a time where it's like, oh, my God, we lost to the Colts like last yes. year. Um, and, But then we always figure it out. And, and we always like, you know, I, I'm not I'm at the stage now where I'm not too worried early on in the season. It's when you start getting into like the week 17 and 18 and, and you're losing a game and it's like, oh, we kind of need to be, you know, like coming into form now because the playoffs are around the corner. Those are when I start to get worried. But when there's like an early season loss and it's like a, a bit of a hiccup, it's history shows with the, with the Chiefs that that's not too much to worry about. So I'm I'm kind of still steady at the moment. But at the same time, you you have to acknowledge there are some problems with the team that, that we could do with sorting out.
0: Um, yeah, and those problems kind of rid their heads in this game. So we, we beat mm-hmm. the Jets, um, what was it, 23-20 in the end? yes I've it was, completely man. yes it was 23 20 um 17 nothing up end of the first quarter game was over um but that, that was it like i was just like oh yeah this is grand uh i had one of my mates in kansas city we were messaging and i was like if we score on this drive so the one that put us 17 nothing up i was like yeah there ain't no way they're scoring 17 is- <laughs> points on us
1: that is so uh, funny. You said that because I messaged my fantasy group chat for fantasy football after we scored, after we went seventeen and up, and I said, if the Jets don't score here and then we score again, it, it's game over, right? Like this, this, this is, and that was like what was that in but, the second quarter? Or was it the first?
0: Quarter? No, three minutes to go in the first quarter. We were seventeen, yeah, nothing up. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was... and yeah, I mean, what what do you think? Happened after that point? Like, did we take the foot off the gas, or did they start playing, or what?
1: I I think a bit of both. I think I think Zach Wilson came to play. I'm and I'm like as much as you know, he's he's an opposing team's callback I'm I'm really happy for him. Like, I feel like he's had a lot of shit thrown his way, like during his career, and obviously being a number two overall pick, and then kind of not having the 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 start to a career you'd want to have, being that higher pick, and then they bring Aaron Rodgers in, like that's a lot to to deal with. Not even like, that's not even to mention him then going down with an ACL tear in the first week. And it's like, then you're back as being a starter again. And I can imagine that dealing with a New York fan base after they've thought <laughs> the whole off season, that they're going to get Aaron Rodgers only feedback yeah. with their old quarterback that they hated one drive into the season like that must be one of the most difficult fan bases to manage when that was their expectation now they're stuck they're, with exactly They're not exactly
0: going. known for the reasonableness. They? they're up there with the Eagles yeah, fans for kind exactly. of like hating their yeah. own team on a level.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So so as much as he is an opposing team in your same conference like I I kind of want to see him do well. I want to see him like you know ride it out and 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 put in a put in a decent performance and, and kind of prove everyone wrong. Um, so I'm, I'm Honestly, like I've the
0: Bills I and the Dolphins twice.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and that too. Yeah, the more the more of a blood buff the AFC East is, the better for us. So absolutely, yeah. So yeah, I'm. Uh, I think he played well. I think the, Mahomes didn't play well. I think it's probably one of his weaker games of his career. It really wasn't a good showing for him at all with with the interceptions and and the fumble that he lost as well. Um, I mean, you know, it's it's still did enough to get the win, but yeah, I, I think it was a weak game for him. Uh, and the offense just didn't seem to be after those like first seventeen points. The ground game looked really good, and then it kind of just stalled and just kind of went a bit stagnant. But we did enough, so that's all that matters.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I said to someone it was a good bad win because it was it wasn't a good performance, but the Jets the Jets defense especially is really really good, mm-hmm. and so. To go there in prime time, and realistically, if Mahomes hadn't slid at the one right at the end of the game, then that's thirty we put on them. Yeah, and you kind of well, that's going to win an awful lot of games if you're putting thirty on teams like the Jets. Um, But it was—I found it really hard to put my finger on what was wrong because, like, it looked like the offensive line was getting beaten badly frequently. Um, We couldn't cope with their stunts at all, and they were stunting a ton on the defensive line, and nobody seemed to be able to pick it up, and yet Mahomes, for the most part, had a reasonable bit of time,
1: so then... Mm -hmm. And he was was only sacked once on the the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's the least sacked quarterback in the league at the moment, Mm -hmm. and he had a reasonable amount of time to throw, about 2.6, I think it was, uh, seconds time to throw, which is fine, Mm-hmm. So, if you had time to throw, and although like they were getting through, they weren't getting to him. Like yeah, I don't think he was hit very much. Then,
1: yeah, yeah. Where... And I think that's credit to Mahomes as well because he he did show off his his maneuverability as well in that game. He had a few good runs. Obviously, the run at the end to it with the uh, are you not entertained with yeah, his arms yeah, up? That yeah, was great. Yeah, um, yeah I think it's a showman,
0: isn't he?
1: Oh, of He's course, sure. yeah, especially when those lights are the, are their brightest. He does like to uh, play up to the occasion um, a lot more, which obviously I love. Um, it's, it's great being a fan of a, of a guy that can do that and then back it up. It's one thing being able to do it. It's another thing being able to do it and, and then back it up and show you that guy afterwards. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he, he had elements of his game that, w- that were that were good and, like I said, were enough to get us that win, like his maneuverability, like his ground, like, you know, running the ball. I think as a team, we run the ball really well, Um Pacheco's really come into his own this game. That long touchdown run was was obviously a highlight. The, um, the block by Trey like Smith on that.
0: Oh my god! Oh. Chil- there is children watching this game, young man. <laughs> like that, that poor man has family. <laughs> Christ.
1: Yeah, and the way the way Pacheco ran after that as well. It was it was like a man possessed. It, it was Just throwing his know. limbs all over the place. Oh. The energy Is I, I read,
0: I am. Insane. I subscribed to Seth Kaiser's Chief in the North newsletter, and he said, uh, I love this quote. It was Isaiah Pacheco runs like Trey Smith blocks. <laughs> I, I thought that was just the most perfect way of summarizing his style. Yeah. It's just like, it's all energy. It's, I'm getting up. There's nothing you can do to stop me because I'm going to be coming back with the same energy on the next play. Like, af- after we won the Super Bowl, I got a Pacheco jersey because I was like, you know, nice. th- this is my guy. Um, yeah, I just yeah. love watching him. I wish they would hand the ball off to him more, um, because I I think if you get him into a rhythm and get him into the game, he's capable of being destructive. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think we do that too well. If we if we never handed the ball off to McKinnon or Clyde edwards alaire again, it would be a too soon. Um, <laughs> that oh, just
1: yeah, no, I, I think yeah. he should obviously carry the, the, the workload um, going forwards. I think he's deserved it. He, he's such a great player, and he is the best out of those three guys. Like, he is the guy that I want to see getting that ball more more so than the other two. I think the room is really good, and you can tell from, like, the, the pre-game stuff and the post-game stuff that the three of them do have a really good, like, um friendship and I think they're all like I think that those three guys work really well together, which is really good because you kinda of want that. You don't want like, you know, infighting or whatever. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I do want to see him get the, the uh the main like load of, of that running game and that ground game because he, he just does stuff like that like he did on Sunday night and it was just like so impressive to watch him him run like that. Um and I feel like why not feed him more if he's if he's if he's performing like that and the other guys aren't as much. I think McKinnon's kind of not, not been shown out as much as I thought he would. Um he I, I think he's, he's though, right? lost,
0: yeah, I think he's lost a step though. Like mm-hmm. his yeah his running stats like I I've I'm in the process of writing a piece for the website and doing all the analytics side of stuff. Um if you look at McKinnon's stats on the run game, they're not pretty. But mm. they're still better than Clyde. <laughs> Which is slightly worrying to say the least. Um
1: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we we've we're, we're flogging a dead horse a little bit with, with Clyde at this point. Um,
0: we're still getting him to do things he's not good at and it's like, Why yeah. why are you doing this? It doesn't yeah, when work.
1: I'll, he's like, oh sat work. right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you want to keep him fresh. You want you don't want to run him into the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine, but Throw some four yard passes instead, then. Although, yeah, (laughs) so let's go wide receivers then. Um, so off the top of my head, the wide receivers ran something like 112 routes over the course of the game and had something like two receptions for 11 yards or something stupid like that. What, yeah, what do you see is the problem?
1: Um, I don't know what it is, but I want to see Justin Ross on the field more. Mm. I I feel like the guys aren't doing what we want them to do. Um, I think that there was a lot of potential there at the start of the season. Um, I don't think we have anyone that really stands out at the moment at the wide receiver position. Um, I'm waiting for Sky Moore to do something and and... and impact the game more and to contribute more to his offense um i think scantling i i thought going into the season mvs would would kind of step into that more of a veteran i guess As like i don't know but like more of that like visible visible presence like the the guy that you could go to if you needed to like you know get a few yards or um like a reliable receiver kind of like what you what juju was in the offense last year um, I thought MVS would step up and be that guy. He's quite big bodied, he's quite tall, he's quite lengthy. So like, why why would it not be him? But again, not really impressing me. Um, obviously, Tony is is not having his, his best year. <laughs> I'll put it that way. Yeah, um, yeah, they're, they're not impressing me. And and there needs to be, I think there needs to be change at the receiver position. This this is what I wanted to get into because it, it's not it's not been good enough and it's costing us very. It, it will, will cost us a big game later in the season, so it kind of needs to be addressed now. I feel like this game is is the kind of the wake-up call we need to be like, OK, this is not good enough, we need to sort this out, because we will, we will lose one of these games, and it'll be a really big one if we let this continue.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, after this week against the Vikings, we've got, like, Broncos, Chargers, Broncos coming up um, before the Miami game in Frankfurt. Like, there's three division games which good. Be winnable, and you don't want to mess up there because your receivers aren't performing. Like, uh, MVS and Watson are basically doing the same thing, really. Truth, yeah, here's your deep threats take the top off the offense lads, but that's all they appear to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then Sky Moore is Sky Moore, um,
1: yeah, nothing, yeah, nothing on the yeah, day.
0: Yeah, he didn't. And oh no, he had like, two
1: two carries for nineteen yards. I apologize.
0: Yeah, his uh, but nothing through the, his
1: nothing through the air. Yeah, yeah nothing through the. But eye.
0: like, he's he's had one hundred and twelve yards on the season, and fifty four of those came on one play where it was a busted coverage and it was a scramble drill, uh, and just there was no one within like fifteen yards of him.
1: Mm. So then you look. And Pacheco at, had one hundred and fifteen rushing yards in that game alone, and forty three receiving yards. In yeah. that game alone. It's, yeah. I, it's... I mean,
0: Rishi Rice, uh, I I literally, as we started recording, I just thought, shit, Tom hasn't done the Rice scale yet. Um So I messaged him, <laughs> and he is going to do it tomorrow, uh, and nice. they'll put it out on socials. But, like, Rishi Rice, I've... Uh, once you get past his one drop, which seems to be whatever the first pass thrown at him, he's going to drop it, and then after that, he's all mm-hmm. right. Yeah. And he's... He's starting to kind of contribute, possibly. I mean, has he got more yardage than Sky Mo? still? He has 140 yards to Sky Mo's 112. Like, it's a departure for Andy Reid to have a rookie receiver as involved in the offense as Rashi Rice is.
1: Mm-hmm. How My... different do you think we'd be talking about Rashi Rice if he got in the end zone? Because he was very, he was close twice, right? Was, in this he game, was. he he was a yard away twice. So I I feel like he I feel like he he's performed well. He he's probably been up there with with one of our best receivers this year. Um, because like I said, if if he was a yard if he was a yard further along, he would have had two touchdowns and and thirty four yards instead of thirty two in in this game. Mm-hmm. And I think we would have been talking about him very differently if he had scored twice. Um. So I, I feel like he he's been good. I feel like he he, you know, uh, if but I don't think like we should rely on him as much as 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 we are doing. I feel like other guys need to step up around him because I don't think we could rely on him to be our number one receiver yet.
0: Yeah, I mean at the yeah. moment Justin Watson's our number one receiver, and that is concerning. Yeah. Because that is not what he was in the offense for. Mm-hmm. Like he he should be four or five at best. Yeah. Um. I just I mean you you could make a case for Justin Ross, justin Ross is getting snaps, but can you make a case for Justin Ross and Rashi Rice on the field at the same time like that's that's a lot of um inexperience mm-hmm. out there at yeah. the same time i I don't know, I mean Rishi Rice is getting plenty of snaps as well, Where mm-hmm. like is he's. He's out in the field, which uh, yeah, it's a bit like the defense last year, really, where they had a load of rookies and they all played a load. And then this year you reap the benefits from that. I think with Rishi Rice next year should be so much easier for him because he's playing so much this year. Um, But from the offense as a whole, Rishi Rice playing reasonably isn't enough from the wide receivers. I don't think it's, yeah, I Some, mean, if, the other, guys, has to if change. the other
1: guys were performing well, I think we'd look a lot more favourably on Rashid Rice as well because he wouldn't be, yes. you know, he, he would be an, a good contributor. Doesn't don't, You don't need to step up as much because we do have these other guys that are performing well. But the fact that the other guys aren't stepping up, it does kind of leave him on a bit of an island of like, OK, we, I don't want to put that much trust in him because he is a rookie and he is still like, you know, learning the ropes of the offence and still getting to, to yeah. grips with it. So I don't want to put that much like pressure on him and, and 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 uh almost rely on him too much because I don't think he's ready for that I feel like the, these other guys need to step up and I, and I think that I, I also want Justin Ross to see to feel more and to be targeted more because I just feel like we need to see something different and we need to just see if it works because what we have he, at the moment he, isn't working
0: Justin Ross does have a different skill set I think that's that's not unreasonable to say um you know he is the bigger bodied um i'm just trying to pull up something as i talk here but he is um that bigger bodied receiver which we just mm-hmm. don't we don't have from the rest of them um i'm just looking at he has played in he's Justin Russ has played 46 snaps this season so on 17% of the snaps um Rashi rice has played 101 snaps MVS one hundred and seventy three, Skymore one hundred and seventy, Justin Watson one hundred and twenty one. Like, that's too many snaps for Justin Watson.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Um, but I think for the for the for the stats that Skymore are putting up, that is a lot of snaps for Moore who is not turning those snaps into contributions to this should. offense. Yeah. Yeah. He, he needs to, like, and, and I feel like, why not? Why not change up a bit and put someone else on the field just to see if you know. If we can get something out of another guy or if just changing the, the the style up just just suits, just suits the offense more for this season. I just feel like if I don't want to get stuck in a rut, I don't, I don't want to keep having this conversation all season of play more Justin Ross. Why aren't our receivers doing anything? So when you're uh, this early on, why not try something new? Because if it works, then 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 great. You've got the whole rest of the season to to like, you know, build that and, and continue to improve on it. And if it doesn't work, you've got more time to to do what you need to do. You've got, you know, the trade deadline. You've got like other things you can try. So why not like, you know, experiment Would you trade for on? someone?
0: Would you would you be interested in trading for like a Mike Evans or someone like that?
1: If it carries on, yeah. But the only thing is with that is is the capital. What what would it cost to get a Mike Evans? Um, I don't think the Buccaneers would want to take uh, Mike Evans off their offense, um, especially with Baker Mayfield and the center. And they're playing well with the they I don't I don't played, think they're no. playing too badly. So I don't think they're gonna to wanna to ship him off um because they wouldn't leave Baker Mayfield with much. And I think Baker Mayfield has been looking decent this season. So I don't know I don't know who we'd get. I'd have to like, you know, look into it and, and see. But I I wouldn't be happy if this continued. So i I I think why not at least try if it makes the offense better? Why not? Um, I like Terry McLaurin. <laughs> but again, I don't know how, how willing they no, be to, to give him up. I
0: don't hate up. that idea. Yeah. I don't hate that idea at all.
1: I feel um, like he's the sort of receiver we need, a reliable receiver that's, you know, it is just throw the ball at him and, and are he will come down with it sort of player. Um I think, I think he's been great for, for Washington so far. Um, so, yeah, I think a guy like him who who isn't so much like, you know, your Tyreek Hills or, or like, you know, the, the the flashiest of receivers, although he is very talented, obviously, but just that guy that you can rely on, like mm. that guy that's not going to drop passes or that's not going to, you know, quiet, be quiet in a big game. Like, I feel like he's that guy that you can just like, you can turn to when you, when you need him to catch it a raises,
0: pass. It raises the floor of your offense, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it might not raise your ceiling a huge amount because... The Chiefs' offense ceiling is kind of controlled by Mahomes, really. Like exactly, when, when yeah. he's when he's on a good day, the offense is going to hum. But yeah. if Mahomes isn't playing that well, and the other receivers aren't doing that well, someone like McLaurin would kind of bring a a standard which is better than what we have at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, I actually hadn't thought of him. I don't hate that idea at all. Um, I would.
1: This mind is too, right? I feel like they would be yeah. more willing to to hit the reset button if the price was right. Um, you know they don't. They don't have the and with you know with Caleb Williams coming up in the in in next year's draft.
0: Draft, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: I feel like there, now might be there's a good gonna be year a,
0: to. There's going to be a few first round quarterbacks. There's um, kind of like four a lot or of teams five to be quarterbacks. Yeah, well, there's like four. I think four or five first round kind of quarterbacks. Oh well. Um,
1: good year for that. Yeah, <laughs> <Washington>. absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, that in mind, absolutely. Washington.
0: <laughs> it's a good year for us not – well, it's a good year for us knowing that there's quarterbacks to be taken because the more teams that take quarterbacks, the less that we – um, or the less of the other players get taken mm-hmm. and then we have yep. more of our pick of taking another offensive tackle or something. Or yeah, Maybe defensive tackle to replace Chris Jones, who knows. Um, but uh, talking of Chris Jones then, as I smoothly segue onto the defence <laughs> – They've been really good. Like, oh, yeah. Really good. Um, even the top
1: five unit in the NHL?
0: Top Are ten, we there certainly.
1: Yet? Top ten, yeah. Um, okay. don't hate it. I'm
0: not sure at Christmas top five yet, but <laughs> like, there's not many. There's not. Well, there's one star on the defense, maybe two, but there's very little in the way of weaknesses either. And yeah, I, I would yeah. I would rather have a defence that doesn't have like a a scab other teams can pick at. Um, you know, no one can spam the easy button on this defence because what is it? Like your your linebackers are good against the run, they can cover, your cornerbacks are sticky, the good blitzers, your safeties are making plays, um your defensive line, like Kalaftis is fifth in the league in pressures or something. Yeah, yeah. Um Chris Jones has three and a half sacks in three games. You know, there's there's a lot of good on the defense going on there.
1: I think Tranquil coming in as well uh, was a great pickup for us. I think he's been playing yes. really well. Um, I think he'll continue to play well. Um, yeah, no, but I, I think Leo Leo Chanel's been playing well as well. Um, the guys have been stepping up. I th- like I said, I, th- I think across the board we're pretty good. I do think at safety we could we could there is some work to do on safety. Um, I don't feel like we've been at our best at that position. I'd say I like that's the weak point on the defense, but it's not. Bad. It's just like the other the other positions are playing better. I think just as a unit, as a whole team, or that side of the ball, I think all of the guys are just are just playing really well together, which is obviously really mm-hmm. good to see.
0: Yeah, um, there's a lot of talk about McDuffie and how good he's played this season, and I, I would agree with all of it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I put in the WhatsApp group earlier the the chart of um, targets and completion percentage allowed and yards per completion allowed and passer rating. Legerius Sneed has been targeted the most on the defence at 30 times. He's only allowing a 47% completion rate. He's only allowing four and a half yards per completion and a passer rate in a sixty three. And he leads the team in those stats. Like he oh. for the amount of targets he's getting, he he is gonna earn himself a bag somewhere.
1: Mhm, mhm. is he, that, that going it. to be here really well.
0: yeah is that going to be with us
1: oof i mean what was the second round pick last year no nah, not this was... draft just gone on before
0: no it was before that so that's mcduffie um sneed was fourth round like two years before or a year before oh that. sorry
1: is it sneed that used yes yeah, sneed, it the oh one, sorry the one with the stats. oh i thought you were saying mcduffie right okay no um Actually, I'll give you you the
0: comparison, um, Mm -hmm. if I can just find it, because I've just scrolled away. Yeah, sorry,
1: I thought you were talking about Trent now. I must have misheard. No,
0: so Sneed's been targeted 30 times to McDuffie's 21. Sneed's allowed a completion percentage of 47%, McDuffie 61%. Sneed has allowed 4.6 yards per completion, McDuffie 6.6. And Sneed has allowed a passer rating of 63.5 and McDuffie 81.6.
1: Yeah, that's that's really impressive from from Sneed. Um Yeah, it's, it's, can, it's can we afford him next year? This year, that's what I'm seeing. Is it's great for this year whilst he's still with the team, but it is that that situation of paying him next year because you've also got Chris Chris Jones to pay if you want to play him. Uh, if you want to pay him, I, I don't see both of them being able to get paid if this is the kind of season that Sneed's having because, like you said, he is going to want top end money next year. Um,
0: and he'll deserve it as well, absolutely.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, um, for sure. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like one of those guys have got to go. I feel like it'd be very, very difficult to uh, to keep them both. Um, but yeah, if, it's uh,
0: if you wanted to keep one of them, then which one are you keeping? Don't let me Would you like here. like uh, a multiple top class cornerback? Second, I like McDuffie and Snead back there. Is a really, really good combination. Yeah. Or would you rather have McDuffie and Chris Jones and have a a beast of a pass rusher and a, um, and a solid cornerback?
1: I'm, it's a tough I one, isn't like, it? Yeah, I feel like and it's quite not like this is quite like a well known like uh, opinion across across American football in general. Cornerbacks are hard position to play in in, in the sport. Um, and it might be one of the hardest positions to play in sport, full stop. It, it's an incredibly difficult position to play and be good at. Um, and so it's rare to find a guy that is consistently good. So if it continues for the season, then, then like you said, he, he would have that money. But having said that, I do value... I think partial rush make, does make, make or break a defense. Um, because I feel like if you can't get to the quarterback... Because corner because cornerback is so difficult to play, you need a good pass rush because if you can't get to the quarterback, he's gonna find a receiver eventually because you just can't stick to a receiver for that long as a cornerback. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I feel like defensive line's more of a valuable position. So therefore I'm leaning towards Chris Jones. Um although I do I, I do obviously think that what Snee's doing this year is, is incredible. So I hope that continues all season long. And then we we'll just figure it out when we've got a fourth Lombardi trophy I mean, sitting and yeah. the Chiefs show we'll figure that out. I mean later. if you had
0: if you have McDuffie, Williams and Watson and then you, you go draft another kind of third, fourth round corner. Um mm-hmm.
1: like that's
0: that's probably gonna be a, a reasonable cornerback rotation.
1: Yeah. And also they're they're all they're all Chiefs draft guys. They're they're all yeah they've all come true. to the draft. So it's I think the the consistency we've had and our ability to spot talent, especially at that position, is is a proven track record. So I, I feel like why not try it again? See if we can get another guy. I mean, obviously everyone's luck runs out eventually, but I think that that, that we've had a good track record of finding guys in the draft at those, at that position. So I, I would put my money on that and keeping Chris Jones. How do I word I I would put my money on being able to replace Snead, and that would be being able to replace Chris Jones, if that makes sense. Yes, that um, makes
0: a lot of. I completely agree with that. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I, I, Chris Jones obviously would, would. He's a D, he's a DPOY contender like year in year out. Although like you know, it might not make
0: it. I have bet I ever bet on him for this season? Twenty five really? to one, I think he We're was
1: playing, playing one less game as well. Brina has I mean, to three, three, three games. Sacks. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, if if he gets a 15 16 game or 15 16 sex season, it'll be there or thereabouts. Like, I mean, it was yeah, a bit I of a long should... shot, and Miles Garrett, help... Mika Parsons, yeah, they're yeah. going to be Might high up be
1: on that list off. because the Cowboys' defense has been phenomenal as well this season,
0: except it's when they got defense. torched by the Cardinals,
1: yeah, yeah. Other than that, I mean, but when, when they've been on, they have been red hot, they, they... yeah. yeah. Played the lights out against... Um, oh, who did they play this week? They absolutely torched them this week. Um, they did. Uh, they so got them in fantasy. Yeah, they got pa- me like... 38-3 30, against
0: the Patriots or something?
1: Yeah. I mean, their defence... Oh, the Matt Jones points. was horrific. Oh, yeah, he was awful. Got benched by anybody. Yes. But, you know, yeah, there, there are a few contenders for DPO White. But, I mean, playing one less game, it would be a feat if Chris Jones did that. That would be impressive.
0: Um, well there's money on the table isn't it Because part of his contracts Renegotiation thing for this year was like He's got a 2 million bonus if he gets Defensive player of the year or something like I that agree. So th- there is an incentive for him to do it Yeah yeah um, Whether or not he can I don't know Teres used to say the contract <laughs> season's Undefeated but I it mean is.
1: yeah. I mean may that, maybe that's why It's an ask
0: as well. oh, uh, Yeah absolutely yeah there I wouldn't be surprised days. at all yeah I was listening to um, the athletic podcast with Chase Daniel today and he was, they were talking about contract seasons and he was saying, we would always talk about in the locker room. If anyone on a contract season was playing well, we go, Hey, Hey, yeah, you've got your contract season. Yeah. This is what's happening here. Um, So yeah, it's not like not a surprise to anybody when you see that happening.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I think it is kind of forgotten as well, especially, well, in in like the fan circles of the nfl that this is this is their guys jobs like this is like and it's not just like a job where it's like they don't have particularly good job security if they're like a fringe guy like if they're looking for a contract and 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 you know their contract's about to run out like this is what they love doing this is like their dream job so of course they're going to go out there and and play their ass off because this is their livelihood this is like you know they they it's not just like oh they get paid so much, they, you know, they can live off whatever. That's not the case in I NFL. Like, a lot of no. guys don't, don't like, you know, earn too considerable amounts of money. The um, average
0: lifespan, average contract in the, or the average lifespan of a player in the leagues, only about four years or something like that, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. you're, you know, most of the players don't make, like, that much money. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they make, you know, more money than I'll ever make in my lifetime, but yeah, um, <laughs> For for an NFL player, because it then has to last them the rest of their life. Like yeah, yeah, you know the the vast majority are, you know, not not massively, massively wealthy.
1: Mm-hmm. And for the most part, it's those guys that are like the better players in the league and are like you know the more memorable faces who then go on to get the TV the TV deals at, at the mm-hmm. end of the yeah. thing, or yeah. they set up their own podcasts Like what? Um uh Pat McAfee's done and has yeah. has had great success with like and it's not those guys that are like fringe guys that end up getting getting those deals and and making a name for themselves after the sport, so you're right if, if they if they're not one of those guys and they do rely on that money that they get, so yeah, the contract year is undefeated for a good reason it's uh it's literally their livelihood.
0: <laughs> is the defense good enough to carry the offense through like the first half of the season? Well, the offense finds its feet and figures out what works and what doesn't
1: i think it, it for now it it's it's doing its job um i don't want this i don't want this to be <laughs> called, called screens, because i think there will be a time when it comes around to bite us in the arse if we don't sort it out and if we don't you know step our game up on offense i think there will be a time when when you know the dolphins are around in in germany and and put a number on us and i think that will be like a glass of cold water being thrown in our face. Like, you're not as good as as you think you are. Like, every season's different in the NFL. So, um, yeah, I, I don't want it to come to that. I would rather prepare now rather than kind of coast on the defense being good and then get, like, exposed by one of the better teams in the conference. Because that's when I think you start getting the fear and you start getting, like, the uh, the uh, wake-up call that, that, that I don't want the team to have. I would rather uh, them sort it out now and be ready for that challenge, then, then be surprised by it.
0: Before we started talking, or before we started recording, we were talking about the Dolphins and Frankfurt. Like, the, that could be some game. That, like, that could be game. that could be game of the season. Like that mm-hmm. Is, mm-hmm. We need the offense to get rolling more than it has right now. I mean, the Bills absolutely demolished the Dolphins oh, yeah. at the weekend. Yeah i think um, that's
1: the kind of game that i want to avoid the chiefs having because yes. that happened to the dolphins it was like a, okay you might have beat the, the, the broncos 70 to 20 but they were the broncos and then they came up against a good <laughs> divisional rival and they 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 got they got dominated by them. 48 to 20 wasn't it 41 yeah something 20, like that yeah
0: them. yeah i think 48 yeah i think you're right yeah and, I don't that, and that
1: was to the chiefs cuz it could
0: yeah i mean we we said before, like we, you could see that as a Rams-Chiefs from the other year where it's like 54-51.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. team's um, about 600 yards or whatever it was. So yeah, crazy. It's I mean, it,
0: it's one of those games where, although you lost, you kind of go, yeah, we
1: lost, but it was a bloody good game. Yeah, I, think I, that's the I enjoyed losing almost. Yeah, yeah. It's the only time that I've watched a Chiefs game and gone to bed afterwards thinking, like, I am okay with losing this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, like, I, I it, it might obviously be gut wrenching to lose a game that close. It's been that exciting. But at the same time, it was like, I just had a great time tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just yeah. really enjoyed myself. So it was one of those wins. But obviously, every, every loss is, not, not, um, every loss is, is disappointing. But that one was. One of the easiest ones to swallow, I think, from a fan's perspective, because it was like that yeah. was just a spectacle. We just witnessed something that you probably won't see again in a long time as a fan of the NFL. So, um, obviously, I just want to be on the winning side of that because I can imagine it would be that much sweeter. But Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And maybe um, we see it live in Germany. Who knows?
0: What do you think our record will be when we get to Frankfurt? So, we, we've got the next That's four think, weeks of the Vikings away. Broncos away, charged at home, Broncos at home, I think, or so it, it's Broncos twice, charges once, Vikings once. I got going into this.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we were four and o. I wouldn't be surprised if we were two and two. Okay. Who do you think who do you think we're gonna beat? <laughs> or who do you think I think we're gonna beat?
0: Uh, Denver, because Denver are awful.
1: Yeah, Denver twice, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, you, I'm, um, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna pull out our all-time stat, which is Owen when our son has never seen the Chiefs lose to Denver, because as long as he has been a Chiefs fan, we have not lost to Denver. Yeah. You go back to 2015 in the Wembley game. Am I right yeah, in saying 2015,
1: that? 2015, yeah, Lions, Houston
0: Lions. Yep. And we have not lost to Denver since 2015.
1: <laughs> yeah, because we had Just already played insane. twice at that point, I think, hadn't we? That season, and I think we lost twice to Peyton Manning's Broncos. Or do we win one of those games actually?
0: Well, I'll because tell you, I wasn't I'll actually a you... fan until
1: I went to to Wembley because I hadn't. I I only went because my mate was a Lions fan and I said, yeah, sure, I'll come along and I'll support the other team as a joke. So I wasn't following the Chiefs until that game of the season, which was November time in 2015. So maybe we have already played them twice. I think we might have lost one of those and won the other one against Peyton Manning's Broncos. But, we, or we might have lost them both.
0: We lost to them in week two, 31-24. And then we beat them. Um, so we played the Lions and then we had the bye week and then we won away in Denver 29-13.
1: Uh, right, yeah. So that was a start of it then. Um yeah, so yeah, I have officially never seen the Chiefs lose to the Broncos. I, I think that stays alive. I, I think I do think that the Broncos offense is underrated. I think what Russell Wilson's been better this year than he was last year. Um, that is a low, I, That is
0: I, a very low bar.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it's, it's not. It wasn't much to, uh, to to beat from our season, but their their defense is is criminally bad at defending which is his one job so <laughs> so yeah i i, I feel like I, feel, I don't feel like i feel like it'll be you it'll look be a fun at you game. look at
0: some of the talent on that defense and you go mm-hmm. there's some really good players here like you've got pat yeah, satan they just
1: got rid of uh they just dropped randy gregory right uh, randy gregory went yeah yeah um yeah but yeah pat satan obviously one of the best corners in the league
0: let's talk the I'll charges quickly and jc jackson like their marquee so signing last year, five years, eighty-five million dollars or something like that, and he has gone to the Patriots for a a sixth round and an exchange of seventh round picks <laughs> the year after you have signed it. Like, I, was, I was, he not, messaged, was he not at the Patriots? He was. Yeah, he came from oh, the Patriots. He was right. Yeah, yeah. He was a Patriot, yeah, yeah. and he, he, a Patriot and he, he became. Right. A, they let him go and become yeah. a free agent. Because they weren't paying him 80-odd million. And yep. the Chargers did. And now, a year and five games, That's four insane. games later, he's back with the Patriots again for a six-round mm-hmm. pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I was chatting with a mate who's a Chargers fan this morning about this. Cause I was asking, who's to blame? Because you're either signing a player that doesn't fit your defence, in which case, the general manager, Tom Cotelesco has a lot of blame to shoulder there. Or your head coach can't get the most out of a quality player um in which case your head coach who's a defensive guru allegedly although i've seen fucking no evidence <laughs> of that whatsoever um but allegedly is a defensive guru like can't get anything out of this high profile high money cornerback where where would you lie on that like who who are you pinning that blame on
1: I mean, I think it's hard for it not to be the head coach in that situation. Um, I think the, really, that, I, I went on...
0: general manager. See, really? the, the mate, the mate said head coach as well. So he's like, you know, Staley has to work with the players he's got, and he has to get mm. the most out of the players he's got. And you've brought in this marquee signing, then you have to make the most out of him. And I was like, but if he doesn't fit your system in the first place, what the hell are you doing? paying him 85 million dollars to bring him in like he's a he's a zone corner and you ask him to play man or he's a man corner you ask him to play zone like he's you're not playing to his strengths so why are you spending that money on him in the first place
1: yeah yeah but then I also think that if you have those players in the building like you do need to work with what you've got and I think the fact that it's I think the turnaround is, is is the worst part I think the fact that it was like a literally like a year and however long ago that they brought him in and it's like that quickly after signing that big of a contract they've already shipped him off i think is is absurd i think the fact they didn't give it more time to see if 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 they can adjust or if he can adjust or whatever needs to happen it feels like they just cut ties really quickly which is really strange um i mean obviously the, 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 there is some blame to be put on the gm as well because you need to sign the right guys um, I think yeah. that's the one thing that the Chiefs do really well with Spags is they bring guys in that, that, that Spags wants to work with and Spags and suits his system um, but it, this is the I feel like across the board whether it's your coaches or your GM or whoever it is your owners these are the, 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 the key differences that make a, sh- a good franchise and and, mm. and one that, that struggles and I think the Chargers yeah. it, it doesn't surprise me it's happened to the Chargers because they don't run a very a very strong franchise and it's and it's not a mistake the Chiefs would make it's not something that a team like the Chiefs or a team like um, the Bills for example make too often it's not something that they do it's not something the Eagles do the Eagles are very good at, at building talent around them and finding the right talent for their system and, and their head coach and that there are teams in the league that don't do that very well and I think like the Cardinals for example aren't very good at it the Chargers aren't very good at it so it is what it is. I do think it's really funny though that J.C. Jackson, Randy Gregory, and uh, Chandler Jones are all gone yes. from the West yeah. in the space. And they of, like, were the three.
0: They were the three marquee signings last year to, you know, close the gap on the Chiefs and Patrick mm. Mahomes. And yeah, that and
1: Khalil Mack to the Chargers as well. Yes, yeah, um, good they point. They brought him in, who's obviously a, a, an amazing player still, but. Yeah, those three guys. I mean, from from the other three teams, it's not like it's you know been all one team or whatever. It's literally every team has lost one of the guys that they brought in to beat the Chiefs. And It's like, well, now what? Yeah. <laughs> now what do you do? So, well, I'm laughing. I, I think it's great, but I, I bet I bet the rest of the Aussie West are not too happy. Um, do you, yeah, do you think we quest- win?
0: Do you think they win Sorry. the West comfortably now?
1: Yeah, I mean, what Gruffalo's injured now with the Raiders how long is he going to be out for um I think the Chargers I think the Chargers are are still a decent team I don't think they're they're you know they're I I don't what's the word I'm not fooled by their smoke and mirrors anymore the Chargers I I feel like they've had enough years yeah they've had enough years to to be like this is the year we'll do it and enough years where where they've fallen short um and that embarrassing loss to the Jaguars in, in in the playoffs last year kind of Cemented that that like this isn't until they prove otherwise. I'm 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 not threatened by them, and I think they would be the bigger the biggest competition in the SUS. I think the Raiders don't have enough firepower. They don't have enough talent on the roster, and I think the Broncos are, are very one sided. Their defense isn't good enough, and I, and I think when you're playing a team like the Chiefs, that won't be good enough. So yeah, I, I think I don't think it's I don't want to say it's comfortable because it's, it's you know we're going into week five like this is still early doors, but. I I'm not at the at the present. I'm not threatened by any of those three teams in the West.
0: Is there anyone in the AFC you're threatened by? Like, who who would you worry about?
1: More so, still the Dolphins. I I don't I don't think that that loss uh, to the Bills um, completely writes them off. I th- I think they have very very scary team. I think. I think they have they have a team where it's almost like it doesn't matter how good your defense is that like we can still score on you and it's very much like it gives me very much 2018 Chiefs vibes I was just about
0: like, to say that yeah. that's exactly where the example it's like we, we can score with.
1: we can score no matter what it doesn't and 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 if you want to beat us you have to score more than us and looking at you know uh, tour with Tyreek and 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 with Jalen Waddle and then with this running back room that they've blossomed Devin, out, of yeah, yeah, the, out of nowhere. Devon Chain. Yeah, I was doing the.
0: I was doing the running back stats um, for the piece I'm going to put on the website. A uh, Devon chain is so far ahead of everybody else in any stat you want to mention. Yeah, it it is ridiculous. Me. Yeah, like the so it's gap one between, those teams
1: that they. Sorry, the gap
0: on. between him and second place was bigger than the gap between like second and 20th. There was something stupid like that. Sad. Like
1: it's just. Sad. And and that's the problem. They, they have too many guys that are very good at their job and, and offensively they are, they are very, very threatening. I think the fact that the bills held them to 20 points is really impressive. Like that's, yeah. that's not easily done against a team like, like that um, who can just score at will and, and, you know, can put up like the third amount of points scored in, in an NFL game in, in NFL history. So they're the team that I would say still, I mean, obviously it's a long season, so we'll see how how they, you know, whether they do run out of gas or, or whether they can keep this going. But at the moment, they are, they're looking very frightening. Um, so the Dolphins still, obviously the Bills are, are still up there. I think they're um, they're obviously going to be a threat. The, the, the Bills are a very strong team. But then I think that, them being the same division as the Dolphins will harm both of them because they have got to compete against each other and one of them has to be the lower seed in that in that division. So yeah. I think that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um I love how the Bengals are just completely falling off a cliff. Um, <laughs> it's wonderful <laughs> to see. I dra- I drafted Joe Burrow in my fantasy team and I can't even hate the fact that he's not performing very well because oh. I don't like the Bengals more than I need Joe Burrow. <laughs> and I've got C J Stroud so I've got C J Stroud so it's turned out right all right, for me. right. Yeah CJ Stroud's doing he very is? Well. yeah yeah. Um, so uh, that, uh, that, yeah,
0: Special Agent Orlando Brown Jr. is doing a tremendous job getting Joe Burial <laughs> killed back
1: there. <laughs> yeah, he... yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of of uh, Jawan Taylor either, so I I, I feel like that uh, the replacement we brought in for Orlando Brown hasn't really panned out very well for us either. So
0: yeah, the, uh, w- when I was doing the Twitter feed during the game on Sunday night, there were a couple of people saying bench Jawan Taylor, like he's toast like done him like, Yeah but you've paid him 80 million dollars For four years so you kind of have To make the most of it for Now like I mean you're only yeah. you're only Four games in getting used To playing with different people and you've Got to get that chemistry with Whoever's next year and I don't
1: even think he's been too terrible It's just been The, 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 stupid, b- the bad plays are stupid bad stupid yeah. Penalties and and when he's bad He's he's bad I don't yeah. think it's been like a got every single play like like, no no not blowing hey, him up. I like, think it's on, not like
0: he's on PFF he's graded quite highly like he's he's mm. he's all right like yeah but the penalties but are just the, cool. the penalties are killer absolute killer yeah
1: especially that face mask one that resulted in the cuz that was when it, the the tide turned right that safety yes um, the safety yeah yeah with the face mask in in the uh, in the end zone. Yeah. Although whether that was in the end which zone, which wasn't or not, even
0: I, in know, the end zone. Yeah,
1: yeah, I didn't like that. But still, even if even if it wasn't in the end zone, that's still us up to the one yard line, which puts us in a shit position. So I feel like that was kind of the turning point. That was when the seventeen zero turned into like a very much a very closer game for us. So um, not that I'm putting all the blame on him because that's not fair. Because you know he, there are obviously other factors at, at play in that game. But that was like where it started, and that was like the first time in that game where I was like. Oh, like a bit frustrated, the rest of it was plain saving, and then it all kind of felt to go a bit downhill from there. So I feel like Joan Tony sorted out, but um, yeah, I mean, it is is what it is, we'll, we'll figure it out.
0: I think that's fair, and we figure it out against the Vikings this week. I'm not gonna lie, I haven't seen the Vikings this season. Um, I'm I know they have well, actually, we were talking before we recorded briefly about them. Uh, mm-hmm. Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, and Jordan Addison. I think I'd take any of those three in the Chiefs' lineup right now. I would be. Oh yeah. I would be happy yeah. with all of them, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, oh,
1: there is a fun stat actually that I saw. Not fun. This is going to be a bit we'll of a heartbreaking stat, but uh, it's it's still quite fun. Uh, Justin Jefferson has more receiving yards and touchdowns than the Chiefs' receivers combined.
0: That does not surprise me. Well, yeah, he has that's... he has five hundred and forty three yards and three touchdowns, which kind of um goes a long way towards that
1: yeah um that's uh not great
0: yeah like i i don't know what to make of the vikings because like they've lost i the the stat that keep people keep trotting out is like they were 11 and 0 in one score games last year and they're 0 and 3 in them this year mm-hmm.
1: um they're one and three now because they won they won in week four. Actually, yeah,
0: they, yeah, they beat the Panthers. They're one in three,
1: and yeah, because they were only three to start the season, but they beat the Panthers also by one score, twenty to thirteen, I think it was. 21-13,
0: 20,
1: um, yes, an
0: eight-point game, yes. Yeah. Um. But
1: like, yeah, I think they're better than one and three. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think I, I, don't, I don't think we should talk this up as a as a as a team with a losing record. I don't think we should treat them as a team with a losing record. As a one and I'd three be, team. Yeah. I do think they're better than a, than one and three. I think they've, they've, they've been very close in all their games. So, um, yeah, they played the Chargers, which was like a four point game. I think, um, that was a weird one. That was a weird game. Oh, that, that
0: was where they both tried to throw it away at the end. And the Vikings yeah. just managed to throw it harder.
1: Yeah. They managed to charge her more than the Chargers. Yeah, they did. They
0: charged <laughs>
1: That is absolutely
0: 100% correct, yes. They charged harder harder than the Chargers managed to charge yeah. you. Yeah. Chargers couldn't yeah, even I, achieve charging properly.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> they got, and they got beat in outcharging. <laughs> they got now. outcharged
0: by the Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's, that's a sad state of um, Yeah, like, um, close game. We come away with a close win. I think like it it's one, yeah. it's not like the Vikings have put up huge amount of points like twenty uh sorry seventeen twenty eight twenty four twenty one like they're not mm-hmm. they're not like posting a a shit ton of points yeah um and Jefferson is their offense really like it's one hundred and fifty yards one hundred and fifty nine yards one hundred and forty nine yards and eighty five yards yeah. um without him. I don't know. On on paper they've got a couple of other players, but in practice I'm not sure they use them that much.
1: I think after this podcast I will be keeping a very close eye on Sneed this game and that matchup between Jeff Jefferson and Sneed. Uh I think if Sneed can continue his form, I think it will be a comfortable win. Um but I also think that Jeff's Jefferson's talented enough to still get plays in to get, to get to get this team uh ticking over and, and to get their offense going. So I think it'll be a close game. I think that matchup will determine it whether Snead can continue his form and 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 whether the defense as a whole can can continue their form because I think that we can outscore them if, if that happens. If not, it'll be it'll be a close one. But I I will always put my money behind Mahomes over Kirk Cousins. So <laughs> that that's where that's where I think the difference lies in in these teams. So and I think our defense is better than their defense. So. It'll be fun. Yeah, you... I think it'll be an, it'll be an interesting game. Though. It'll be entertaining.
0: Do you want to give us a score prediction?
1: Hmm. That's interesting. Um, while, I, while I think of mine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go around 27 to 20 to 27 to 20 7
0: point game. That's ballpark Sheeps. where I was heading as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I'm going to do some quick maths here 7. 21, 24,
1: 27 I'm going to go 24-20 okay. um, I feel good,
0: it? Yeah, I feel good Just because, like, offensively We're not We're not firing how I would like to see us firing mm-hmm. um, We do look a bit fallible Um, Defensively if we can corral Jefferson to an extent, then um, I don't think they have enough other stuff to hurt us that much. Um, I, I think you're right. We do have a better defence than they do. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go 24-20. Um, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was they score late to kind of make it look closer than it was.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because um, like you said, if if... Mahomes runs in, the, in, in, in at the end there against um, the Jets. Then the score line's yeah, a lot, a lot. You know, it's thirty to twenty. It looks healthier, doesn't game. it? Yeah, it looks healthier. Yeah, exactly. So you know, the, the, the scoreline at the end of the game doesn't really determine how the game's gone because the, those things can happen, and, and it can be like a very, very late score and a bit of like a consolation touchdown at the end. So, yeah, I, I think it will be. I think we'll 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 be comfortable, but I think the scoreline will will be fairly close.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. With that. I completely.
1: think it'll be entertaining. I think there'll be some fun moments in it. I think I think there's there's two teams that, that that can put on a show, so it'll be it'll be entertaining for sure.
0: It's not on Sky this week for a change. So anyone who has the was it Des Dizone? zone um, yeah. um Game Pass thing, uh, congratulations! You actually get to watch a game.
1: Yeah, you. Yeah, um, this is uh, this is one of the weeks that I pay 150 pound for. <laughs> yes yeah, so i'll go one to one of the weeks when i'm not on sky i'll go to my dodgy
0: stream this week and try and find oh, stream say that
1: live on the podcast new yeah they'll sh- come for you um
0: yeah probably yeah my um <laughs> my very legal stream of Boris monster <laughs> zone uh access yeah no, i have that, sky yeah. so um yeah i, I won't watch it and tell you that's for sure um but i'll be on the laptop with it uh, nine twenty-five is my best, this favourite kickoff time. Kids, oh, yeah. kids are in bed. Just too late. Perfect. Great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Sunday night. I hate Sunday night games because i yeah. work. A long day on Monday, and it's ah oh, mm. p- painful. It was on Monday, absolutely painful. Um, but winning makes it a little bit better. Yeah. Right. Shall we? We wrap up there. We've done our predictions. Anything else you wanted to add? I think we
1: covered it and then some.
0: Yeah, I think we did as well. 57 minutes and 49 seconds. That was more than I thought we were going to get. But uh, I, I always, I always end up saying that. Right, Owen. <laughs> thanks for your time, mate. Much I'll appreciated. Play, uh, I soon. will talk to you soon. And uh, thanks for listening, folks. Any feedback, any reviews you want to give us, it'd be much appreciated. It's always good to hear what people think of us and why the hell you listen to us ramble on for <laughs> 58 minutes. Um, but enjoy the game. Vikings, nine twenty five UK time, three twenty five KC time. Uh but for now we'll say goodbye for now.